Welcome to 15 Minute Theatre, the only review show that squeezes a whole production into 900 seconds. The date is the 1st of September 2018, and we've just been to see Aristocrats. Open the house. Hi, Vicky. Hi, Jimbo. How are you doing? I'm all right, actually. Thanks very much did for you, asking. Did you have a lovely summer? Uh, yes, yeah, not been too bad. Thanks for three holidays. Three holidays? Yeah, under trois. Where have you been? Well, I know, obviously. I've been but... to, I think maybe last time we did one, I might have already been on one of my holidays. I've been to Morocco, Morocco and France. You went to Morocco twice? I did so good, I went there twice. <laughs> <laughs> How's your summer been? Yeah, it's been great, thanks for asking. What's been going on? I went to Italy. Oh, bon- bonjour, no, that's French. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great. Went to Scotland uh, for a wedding, which was brilliant. Bonnie Scotland. Yeah. and um, no, Not just Scotland, you went to Bonnie Scotland. And then I went to the Harry Potter experience. Wasn't really a holiday, though. Just there for a couple of hours. Yeah, how was that? It's all right. Did you it's drink, very good, actually. Did you drink some butter beer? Yeah, it's not very nice at all. Did you cast some spells with your magic wand? <laughs> Not really. Mm, sounds a bit rubbish. Got a picture. <laughs> oh, of what? Me on a train. The okay. Hogwarts Express, I oh, suppose. Oh, on the Hogwarts Express. Yeah. The actual one from the film? No. Okay. But they said, these are the sets which looked a bit like, if you know what I mean. So was it Harry Potter loosely based on the film experience? No. Most of the sets were genuine. Okay. But some of them were recreated. Oh. So there you go. Well, yes, that sounds but, great. But look, we're not here to talk about film. We're here to talk about theatre. We are, yeah. So, um, we've just been to see, we were talking about this, it's the aristocrats, not the aristocrats, no, is it? because that's American, Or aristocrats, as I was saying. Somebody did say to me, oh, are you going to see Aristocats the musical? It's <laughs> like, no. But they should do that. They should. I've never seen Aristocats. Do you know what? I don't think I've seen it. Ah. I know what it is, though. We should check it out. Okay. All right, so um, I'm going to give you a little bit of a fact file about this play. Go on, then. It was directed by Lindsay Turner. Yep. Directed by Brian Friel. Oh, no, it wasn't. No. It was written by Brian Friel. Do you know what? I was really excited about getting it all right this week. No, no, you've got it wrong. Oh, I've got it wrong. Right, it was directed by Lindsay Turner. We. It was written by Brian Friel. We. Um, it's at the Donmar Warehouse and it's running until the 22nd of September. Okay, well those two things are correct. <laughs> That's alright. So, who was in it? Okay, so there's a number of people in it. Some of which I recognised, some of which I didn't. There's uh, Elaine Cassidy as Alice. Mm-hmm. David Dawson as Casimir. Uh, David Ganley as Woody Divers. This is a bit boring, isn't it? Paul Higgins. Uh, Emmett Kerwin. Jim Lawrence Eileen Loftus. Kira McIntyre. Eileen Walsh. So, two, mm, no, it's Aileen because it's the Irish spelling. And Aileen and Eileen, that's confusing, isn't it? Well, we know an Aileen. We do know an Aileen. I don't know an Aileen. Uh, no, neither do I. There you go. Um, so, yeah, some of them have been on the telly. Uh, there you go, boom. <laughs> well, that's a, a very informative. <laughs> Brilliant. You're welcome. Okay, right, so, synopsis. Give us a rundown. Um, okay, so it's based in Ireland. In a big house that was owned by an Irish Catholic family, which was quite 
rare because um, the English Protestants took a lot of the Irish land and houses. No, you only said this because you read it in the programme. I program. read it in the programme, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was set... We think the, do we think the 70s or the 80s? 70s, they said the 70s. Did they? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's set in the 70s, a family had come together for a wedding... Um, and uh, there were obviously problems within the family. Uh, the house was falling apart, and uh, yeah, that was it. So, my <laughs> first impressions were I really didn't like it. Really? Yeah, to start with, first 10 15 minutes, it was like, oh god, this is turgid. A bit dreary. Yeah. But as it went along, I got more and more into it. But yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. Um, so it was a bit of a, I like to call it a slow burner. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. And I'm also going to say it's for me. It was like a cross between the Royal Tenenbaums and the Cherry Orchard. The Royal Tenenbaums. Why would you say that? Because there was like a big dysfunctional family. There were no tracksuits. <laughs> there were no, missing figures. No. Well, no, it just made me really think of the Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, that's interesting. It didn't, didn't make me think of the Royal Tenenbaums at all. Ooh. It's one of my favourite films, incidentally. Oh, good stuff. Right, so what did you think? Um, I would agree that it got I warmed to it. Mm. Um, I think that um, some of the acting was very strong. There were a couple of the characters were really good. Um, I really liked the guy that played, that played Casimir, who was sort of like... The son of the family who... He wasn't like the son of the family. He was He the was son the son of the family. <laughs> and he um, had some sort of issues, didn't he? Yeah. I I'm mean, not sure exactly what he, what he had. The whole play was overseen by this guy, uh, by the father, who was very ill upstairs in this in this massive house and they put this speaker in hadn't they so he kind yeah. of dominated the whole play really yeah and and and, I, and he dominated um what's his name again how do you say it casimir casabian casimir no that's the band cashmere cashmere the cashmere the guy uh, but and, and and so he put he put he kind of had some like environmental difficulties growing up didn't he yeah um he, he wasn't really bright in, he didn't did he? fit in a uh, bit of a fantasist. Yeah. You didn't know whether he was telling the truth or not. But then you didn't really know that he till later on whether he was telling the truth. It didn't really matter as well, I think, without like breaking down the whole play, I think um the kind of working class husband kinda that's why he hated the person coming and doing the research. Oh yeah, so basically didn't mention that did we? So basically this this American guy was doing some sort of thesis about um Catholic excuse me, landowners, um and so he was there. I actually didn't really feel like he was that necessary. He was a real add-on. But it did, a, it, it did give a bit of a foil for that guy to kind of say, look, it's not your concern. This is how we want to remember it. It was all kind of about misremembering as well, really, wasn't well, it? Well, I guess him being there, he was asking them questions about... That they wouldn't have asked themselves. Yeah, 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 that we wouldn't have known about. So are you saying... Although it's not like the Royal Tenenbaums, and it's not like what was the other the one? Royal family. <laughs> Is it more like an Inspector Court? I don't know. Do you not know that play? Do you know what I don't actually? Oh. Well, Inspector, an Inspector turns up, and everyone reveals a big secret about their life. Okay. Uh, no, not particularly. Great. <laughs> 
there weren't any like massive revelations. There was one thing where where they would talk. I th- it, their mum died when they seemingly. I think when they were quite young. Mm. And there was one bit where they were talking about her death, and they were surprised she was allowed to be buried in a in a churchyard. So I wondered whether maybe she'd killed herself. We didn't really know much about the mum, did we? It no. Wasn't... We could probably guess when she died because there was a mural that was revealed at the end with all the kids in it. Yeah. And they were saying that the youngest could hardly remember her, so I think that was, like, just before she died, wasn't it? Right. And there was, like, an old uncle that didn't speak. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it did seem to pull, like, lots of different pieces of plays together to kind of, you know... The reason I said the, did I say the cherry orchard? Yeah, yeah. I, you guess, know. I guess it was looking at at a family in decline. Uh, alongside the house was was falling apart. The family were falling apart, splitting up. I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Sorry, I'm going to do it again. No, nope, not. Um, so I guess it. I guess it was. Yeah. <laughs> Just before the first act, I was um, I thinking, oh, I don't know if I want to come back for the second half. Really? Yeah. But, you're, you're notorious for leaving interviews, aren't you? But then when I watched the second act, I'm talking about because there were three acts, weren't there? There we were had, three acts. The set, uh, that really started to grip me. And then yeah. I really enjoyed the third act. What gripped you? I just got into the... the I, I kind of tuned into where the characters all were. Yeah. Should we talk a little bit about the characters? Yeah, okay. Performers. Um, all right, so who have we got... So we've got, so there were uh, three sisters and a brother. All right, well, so there was let, let's, we don't need to talk about everyone, do we? No, so basically there was the eldest sister was sort of keeping the house together. Yeah. That was Judith. Uh, then there was Alice. I'd who, quite like to talk about Alice. Was Alice the alcoholic? Yeah. I thought she was brilliant. She was great. Um, Good drunk acting, which I think is quite very hard, hard to, to, to do. pull off. And a captivating performance, really. Yeah. I, I could easily watch her. She was... I, I, I think she was my favourite. Her and Casemir. Uh, Kaz- Casemir. He was my favourite. He was very good. Yeah, he was but really good. he grew on me. I didn't really like him much in the first act, but I didn't really get... Like I said, I had to tune in. James keeps waving a pencil at me very threateningly. <laughs> like, I feel if I disagree with what he says, I'm going to get stabbed. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever you say, I agree with all your words. <laughs> we talk about who we didn't like too much um who did i not like i'll tell you i didn't like too much and it was a bit of a point that we talked the about professor yeah also i don't think his accent was great his american accent yeah it kind of faded hey, out. <laughs> the um, city. yeah but maybe the i there or i don't know how many of them are actually irish but their irish accents were very strong I think. yeah yeah, he was a bit of a weak link, wasn't he? Yeah, unfortunately. Which is a shame, because I see here that he was in the thick of it, which is a very wonderful thing. Yeah, I'll have the thick of it. All right. Okay, so... What about lighting special effects? There wasn't really much, was there? No lighting to speak of. No, no special effects, no snazzy fireworks. So the set was like... A, it was a, um, a thrust stage, wasn't it? it yep. Yeah. it was so we sat around it didn't we yeah Um, and there was just a big blue background which later on they revealed something I think it was green but I know we disagreed about this yeah I think it was a a bluey green what colour would you say this is that's blue 
Yeah. Sorry, uh, that's one of us is colourblind, but I'm not sure which one it is. <laughs> I don't think it's me. I did a test, actually, yesterday. Did you? Yeah, the day before yesterday. Um, On they, the internet? No. I was at um, the Horny Man Museum and there was a whole colour exhibition and there was oh, a bit yeah. where you could test if you're colourblind oh, and yeah. I'm not. Well, neither am I. Well, you must be. I'm not. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, what I did like was... They had a ve- it was very stylized in, in in certain ways. So instead of using furniture, they sat on the floor. Yeah. Um, I, I, there was a really nice technique. Every time she played the piano, she just opened the music. Yeah. So basically, when they weren't in the action, yeah, they stood at the back of the stage, but they, but they were all doing something. Mm. So you could hear Alice, or not Alice. What was the young one called? Uh, Claire, yeah, you could hear Claire playing the piano, and she just stood with like an open bit of sheet music. Um, the old uncle would be peeling bits of uh, the green slash blue stuff off off the wall. Yeah, um, so some they would always they were always doing an activity, but really minimally. We could call it bleen. Bleen. A mixture of blue and green. Okay, bleen. Uh, the bleen wall at the back. So they were all. Everyone was always on stage. Excuse me, pretty much, but. Doing something but not distracting you from what was happening. Yeah, but that was quite nice as well because if you did get it, obviously it's very te- it was very text heavy. It and, was. And that I think that's why I found it hard at the start because I was like, oh god, there's so much to listen to. There was a lot of dialogue. Yeah, but as you got into it, it was easier to, you know, once you got into everybody's stories, it was all right, really. Yeah. All right. Uh, sound music, anything. There was a bit of uh, piano, piano, piano. Oh, yeah, piano, there's quite a lot piano. of piano. Oh, yeah. and the tape player, which I thought was quite nice. Yeah, they played a bit of a message from their other sister that had um, become a nun and moved away. Yeah, and it was quite interesting. She left quite a loaded comment about the father, and I was... There's obviously lots that the father had done. He'd done something to the oldest one, because that was kind of revealed when she was upstairs, wasn't it, over the loudspeaker? Yeah. Um, and obviously, Casimir had been... Hugely screwed up by him, so they'd all been, you know, the the, the other one was an alcoholic, so you know he, but it it would never went into detail. But it was like, oh, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, so I'm not, not going to spoil it. Okay. Uh, what else do you want to ask me about? Just really, what your standout moment was? Um, I didn't really have a standout moment because that it wasn't like there were. It was just like one big load of dialogue throughout three parts. Do you know? And it's... I think that's why it suffered, really. Yeah. I mean, they tried to do quite a bit with the staging. I liked how it opened in the second act, because it was refreshing that they're all in a different costume, and yeah. they're all wearing black, weren't they, yeah. more or less, um, and in a line. Which <laughs> just like, they were standing in a line. Yeah, a that's l- why I stand that moment, the line. What I really love about theatre is when people stand in lines. <laughs> it's my favourite thing. All right. <clears throat> Okay, so let's take a break and then we'll come back and write you, shall we? Okay. All right, so we've got our feature, Vicky. Uh, I've forgotten what the feature is. Okay. All right, so the feature is called Audience Antics. Now, I've decided we're not going to rate the audience. No, it seems a bit mean. Well, I don't really care about being mean, it just seems a bit stupid. Okay. (laughs) But. It was a bit of a peculiar audience, wasn't it? I've never been in an audience like that before. There were a lot of um, people with grey hair. It didn't help that they didn't really turn the lights fully down, so you could virtually mm. see everybody, couldn't you? Well, when you're sitting like that, mm. we were on the side, weren't we? And we could, you can just see everybody. It's a very small theatre. 
We could see everyone. And I don't think it happened. We were right. We were split up. Yeah, we were. Vicky was in charge of buying the tickets and she screwed up I big time. I don't think I could get them on the same road. Yeah, well. But I, there was a lot of older people, a lot of what I would call well-heeled people. Yeah. A lot of quite big necklaces. Oh, big personality, big hair. Yeah. The woman next to me started doing her hair in the interval and it was wafting over my face. James did not enjoy this. And I had a lady on the other side who, uh, she was, she, you know, she was a big lady. And we were both squashed up because of this other woman. Whereas on my row, I was perfectly comfortable. <laughs> yeah, you seemed fine. Well, I had two couples next to me and they were both leaning in towards each other. So I oh. had like extra space. It was lovely. You should have asked them not to do that. They were fine. Disrespectful to the performance. No, was, they were fine. All right, so that's our audience antics. Okay. It's a great feature, I love really it. Really great. Okay, should we score it then? Oh, yeah, this is tricky. We haven't done this for ages. No, we haven't done it for ages. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, that's where it's at. Right, okay, so performances. Uh, I'm going to say eight. Because some of them were really good, and um, but I didn't like the professor. Okay, good. I am going to say seven. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Why is that? Because they took a third of the play to interest me. Yeah, okay, fair. Yeah. Yeah. And even like the ones I ended up... The only one I liked all the way through was the alcoholic. I like Casimir as well. Yeah, well... Casimir. He... <laughs> I've got a friend called Casimir, so it's confusing. I'm putting a Z in there. Hi, Casimir. Hi, Kaz. You all right? <laughs> right, staging technical. I'm going to give it a four. Oh, um, no, I'm not. I'm going to give it a harsh. six, because I did like the way they staged it, actually. Yeah, I'll give it a five. You just said I was harsh. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't anything particularly special, was it? All right. But it didn't need to be. Anyway, the, carry on. The plot, the story, the play. Um, the play's the thing, Vicky. The play's the thing in which to catch a king... Um, is that how, is that what it says? Uh, I'll go for a six. Okay. I've given it a seven. Okay. I thought it was, you know, it was a good story. It got, certainly got better anyway. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm being really harsh now. All right. Originality. I've given it a three. See, really? Well, I have named about seven other things, which it reminds me of. I only give it a six. I thought the dialogue was really good. Well, it was good, but that that goes into plot. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> and was it worth it? I've given it an eight. Just because uh, it was quite... I enjoyed myself. Oh, and it was had a really short second act. Yeah, which you love. I love that. I'd give it an eight as well, actually. I know I've been quite mean, but it was good. Great. Okay, so while I tot up the scores... Okay. Do you want to tell the audience... The listener, what we're going to see next. Well, I should have thought about this before um, we came to the show. Well, you do it every time. I know. So you really should be aware of this I now. feel like we're going to see Caroline or Change, but I'm not entirely sure about this, and my calendar's taken a million years to load up on my phone. But I think we've we've been a bit rubbish recently, haven't we? Well, about booking stuff in. Oh, we're going yeah, to we see... have been on our oh, holidays. We've got loads of stuff coming hang up. Hang on. But we'll book some more. We've in. got 10th of October. We've got Othello... At the Globe Great. with 
Mark Rylance. Ah, nice. Who is, I'd say, probably so far the best actor I've ever seen on the uh, on the stage. He's a wonderful theatre actor. He's a wonderful theatre. We might as well mention as well that if you do want us to come and see your production and buy us tickets, we'd be more than happy to come. You have to buy us tickets. Just give us comp tickets. You don't have to pay for them. Oh, yeah, just give us free tickets. Yeah. We just want free tickets. And we don't really want to leave the M25, do we? <laughs> Well, it depends. I'm not going to Edinburgh. If it's in, like, one of our hometowns. Oh, okay, yeah. So if it's in Peaver or Long Buckby. Northampton. <laughs> or Taunton. Uh, or, Manchester. Yeah. Chester. Yeah. So we'll go anywhere, basically. If you give us free tickets and maybe a meal. If we've got somewhere where we can stay with friends, we'll come. We're not going <laughs> to stay with strangers, just to be clear. Or if theatre If you give types. us uh, free tickets, a comfy bed... <laughs> And of some warming soup. Yeah, and a bottle of whiskey. Great. Uh, okay, so what are the scores on the doors? Right. Oh gosh, I got distracted. Okay. Uh, I didn't even finish. James's maths is notoriously wonderful. So let's I forgot. see. How this it's been out. so long since I did it. I can't remember how to do it. Right, I've done it. Okay, so right. Woo. Okay, right. So I can now reveal the score. It gets a star rating of. Three point two, which is not great. Which places it right at the bottom of the leaderboard. Oh, oh that's harsh. Okay, I, I mean, I think it should be above Young Frankenstein, which I thought was awful. Okay, so it puts it in joint joint bottom with Wings, The Boxer Delights, Harold and Maud, and The Aristocrats. And I'd say it's better than all of those things. We should start doing half points as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely need a calculator though. Okay, oh well, that's a shame. Well, never mind. Okay, well, I quite liked it. I feel bad about it now. It's well, you, Mark. I, I was harsh. I apologise. Well, well, hopefully you'll cheer up before the next show. Yeah, fingers crossed. Okay, well, thankfully that's the third bar. Oh, thank God for that. I've had enough. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Bye. If you're brave enough to have your theatre production reviewed, please contact us at 15minutetheatre at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter and please rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks for listening.